Today on episode number 84 of the podcast, we're discussing why being organized after sight loss can be so helpful and some tips on how to get there. What's up, VIPs? Welcome to Life After Sight Loss Radio, the podcast helping you discover life after sight loss. My name is Derek Daniel. I am your host and resident VIP, aka visually impaired person. And joining me as always is my co-host and resident sighted supporter, my lovely wife, April. Hello, everyone. So today we're talking about organization. I've been on a kick of organization as of late, which I'm sure we'll talk about as we get into the episode. I'm sure we will. But organization is so important after losing your sight. And I don't just mean organization like putting all your thoughts together. I mean the house and your office and the kitchen and all those different places. Being organized is so, so helpful, and we're going to jump into it today. Of course, we can't talk about every single thing in one podcast episode, so I've got some resources for you over in the show notes. Yep, and you can find the show notes at lifeaftersightloss.com slash 084. Show notes include links, resources, ways to subscribe, and a lot more. So head on over to lifeaftersightloss.com com slash zero eight four. That's right. Okay, so organization. Now, I've been on a kick of organization. I, I think it was last year, maybe last year, I read a book called Getting Things Done by David Allen. If you want to know more about that, I'll put a link in the show notes for that. But this book was great and just really, I don't know, it really made me think about my organization and, and that sort of thing. And I, I do tend to get obsessed with things. So yes, I naturally get obsessed with that. But it, it was just this idea of capturing all your thoughts and you know making sure that your brain isn't trying to remember everything but uh, have ideas as opposed to hold them. Well, that also means that my whole life needs to be organized and that sort of thing. So it's like, oh, it's chaos happens, you know. I do get sort of obsessed on things. Yes, <laughs> very much. Yes, but we're not just talking about that kind of organization. We're talking about staying organized in general in your life because after losing your sight, there are a lot of different things that can take place and because of sight loss, that means, wow, if I could just be more organized, this would be really, really helpful. So we're going to talk about some of those topics today, and we're going to jump into it. So any any quick uh, comment on before we jump into everything, dear? Nope. I think I'm good. <laughs> All right. So the first thing I have down here is out of sight, out of mind. Now, I know that we can't use that excuse in our house. Like, Negative. I don't get to say, well, I didn't see it, so it doesn't matter. No, no, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if you're blind or not here. You got to do what you're supposed to do. But it is true that if something's out of sight, it's out of mind. And so if you leave something somewhere, if you set it down somewhere, that can be a real issue. But if you have an organization, uh, I don't know, mindset to say, okay, I'm going to put this in the same place. Like, right. for example, on my nightstand, I have a little basket. And it holds my wallet, my keys, my AirPods and all that sort of thing. So every night it all goes in there right. and I know exactly where it is. I'm not setting it on the end table somewhere or anything like that. Yeah. And so I think that's really important to be out of sight, out of mind can can really make you feel like, oh, I don't know where anything is. But if you're organized, that can be really helpful. And I want to say that this goes for sighted supporters as well, because I mean, we have so many things on our minds, you know, trying to care for the, the VIP and not that they need a lot of extra care, but just watching out and being mindful of things that they might need and and whatnot. So we've got a little bit of extra things on our plate. So, you know, always having the place where your keys go, or you always put the mail in a certain place, or you have um, even 
cabinets, you know, having things organized in your cabinets and things like that, it just makes things go so much smoother. Absolutely. And and I think that's really the big point is we want everybody to be able to work together. And we're going to talk about that here in just a few minutes. But we want everybody to work together to do this so that organization can well, produce some of the things we're going to talk about, which the next thing I have written down here is gives a sense of structure in the midst of chaos. Right. Because when you lose your sight, it can really feel like your life is out of control and it's chaotic and, you know, everything's coming at you and you're not really prepared for it. But when you have organization in place, then it can give you a sense of like, okay, there, there is some structure going on. This sure. has a place to go in the cabinet. This has a place to go, uh, you know, on the nightstand. Uh, my phone is in an organized kind of manner. Right. Now, obviously, that can, you can get a bit like OCD with it, but the idea of having that structure in place, and I think that goes for sighted support, depending on how you are i think that can create a little bit of like de-stress in your life when it's somewhat organized absolutely because then you don't spend forever searching for something or trying to remember the list of things for you to do for the day you know you write it down you i know we're going to talk about this later but you write it down or you put it in an app or you have a list on a whiteboard or whatever the case might be you have things that you can kind of check off and and reminders so you don't have to hold all of that stuff on your own and be solely responsible for it. That's right. And, and the next thing is, I say, uh, helps to keep track of physical and digital items. And I think right along with that, you know, it's like, where's that thing? Uh, or what, what happened to that one item or whatever? <laughs> and it could go for just anything. I mean, think about being in the kitchen. Like, where are the bowls? Where right. are the plates? Where are the cups? We know where they are because yes. they're always in the same place. For and, the most part. For the most part. So and, recently I kind of moved some things around the kitchen and forgot to tell Derek about it. So he's like, well, where are the paper plates? So I moved them from the bottom shelf to the top shelf. Oops. Sorry. Eh, that's, so, that's true. You know, it's nice to kind of go through your cabinets and reorganize, but make sure you let your VIP know that you've done those things. I don't know how it works in everybody's life, but I'm, just as an example for us, when we moved into this house, and I think every house we've ever moved into, at least lately, uh, what always happens is we'll move in and then the kitchen, the bathroom, the the laundry room, you know, places where there's cabinets and a lot of stuff goes. Right. Uh, it always happens. I say, put it all away. And then tell me where it is. Yeah. Because, you know, April's more of the organizational. I can, oh, if I move this here, I can put this here and get the most out of the space. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, just put it somewhere and then let's talk about it. Yeah. Uh, You know, let's go through the pantry. Let's go through the kitchen cabinets and stuff like that. So that's how we've done it. Doesn't mean everybody has to do it. Maybe the visually impaired person is the more organized person. Sure. They want to go through it. And that's perfectly fine. The key is there to just do it and then you can go through it. And some people are different learners. They can't just remember it by being told they have to do it themselves to then remember where things are. So being the one putting, you know, the canned goods on a specific shelf in the pantry, then you remember more of where they are at that point too. Well, yeah. And when you have sight loss, a lot of times you just, even if you're a visual person, which I am a visual person, which I always tell people and they laugh, but I am a visual person. But when you have sight loss, you just learn, you try to learn or adapt differently. And so when I go to a kitchen cabinet, okay, tell me where this is. A lot of times I want to put my hands on it. I need to, okay, the plates are, you know, this far over from the door. I'm not actively thinking they're 12 inches from the door, but in my, I don't know, spatial awareness, that's what's happening. I'm putting them, this is where it is, this is how far up it is and that sort of thing. Sure. So we kind of have to touch it to help it make sense. 
Um, the next thing I have, and this might sound a little odd, but it helps with purpose and with gaining momentum. Now, what I mean by this is sometimes we don't have a lot of victories, or at least we don't think we do. I know a couple of weeks ago we talked about exercising. We talked about getting the small victories, you know, mm-hmm. celebrating the small things. Right. And if we can get organized in our house, in our minds, in our digital spaces, that sort of thing, it can give us a little bit of momentum because, you know, when you lose your sight, it feels like, oh my gosh, I, I've totally lost everything. I'm not sure what I'm going to do. Yes. And it feels like a lot of loss, even even on top of just the sight loss itself, it's losing you know identity and purpose and things like that. So this can help you gain some of the, okay, I'm not t- saying that organizing your kitchen is going to give you a great purpose, but it's going to give you this win of like, every time I go back to the kitchen, I don't have to think where are the plates now. That, that right. isn't something that has to occupy my brain. So now I can focus on, okay, what am I going to do about sight loss? Let, let's say instead of thinking about where the cups are in the kitchen, you're learning voiceover on your iPad because that's something you have to do. The cups being where they are in the kitchen cabinet, they can stay there. And that I know it's a small thing, but it can be a real victory when you're learning other things, especially adapting to sight loss. I think so many um, normal daily activities that were easy and, you know, didn't even have to think about them before you lose your sight become tasks after Mm. you lose your sight. You have to figure out how to do it differently. You have to um, adapt to using your other senses that you have in addition to the sight that you do have um, residual sight left. And so then you're relearning those same tasks. And I can definitely understand how that would be very cumbersome. Um, but being organized or trying to plan out how you're going to do something can take some of that stress out of that situation and can, you know, make it a little bit more relieving, especially once you've accomplished what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Oh, and, and especially at first, it's much more of a, a I'd even go to step farther and say it's a, like a project having to figure out how to do something. You know, mm-hmm. there's a, multiple steps, multiple tasks in the yeah. project. And eventually you just learn how to do it and it becomes natural to you, yeah. you know, but at first you almost have to go, okay, what's the first thing I need to do? Like if I'm going to make dinner, what's the first thing I need to do? Well, I've got to go search out where all the pans are mm-hmm. and trying to put your hands on every pan and stuff like that. Again, if they're organized, that takes away some of that, you know, initial like, oh, guesswork, uh, you know, guesswork. Yeah. yeah. So the pans are right there. That's that steps automatically done for you. Yeah. And so if you can just eliminate some of that, because you're going to have to figure out if the chicken done, you know, that's <laughs> or, you know, or whatever. That's a whole nother thing that being organized can be helpful. But at least the the hard part of the project or the task is like, wow, I, I got to figure out if this is done, if this is not done, that sort of thing. Right. And then if stuff's already in place, you're really good to go. So I think all those things that we just talked about, there, there's so many benefits of organization. Mm-hmm. Uh, one good example is when we had kids um, and, you know, also the dog, I guess, could qualify, you know, <laughs> throw him in the he mix. He said he was like ha- yeah. having a new baby. Having a new baby. That's right. Uh, and so when when I think about their rooms and I think about, you know, the changing table mm-hmm. and I think about their clothes, I think about the baby food, the bottle, all those because lots of little details, lots of little items. Right. And we tried to always have them in the same spot. We tried to make sure the baby wipes were here, the diapers were here. So that again, when I go in to change a diaper, mm-hmm. because I had not changed a diaper, you know, growing up, that was not something I really did. And so when I had kids, I was already visually impaired. So having a diaper in the right spot, having a baby wipe in the right spot, that takes away some of that guesswork. I can just reach for it, it's there, right. and then 
all the other stuff that I had to figure out, you know, yeah. changing a diaper kind of goes right along with yeah. that. So we talked about some of these things and coming up, I've got some tips, some tools, some things to practically apply this whole organizational, I don't know, system in your life so that you can have a little bit less stress going forward. But first, we've got a quick message for our or from our sponsor of today's podcast. Hey, VIPs, if you're looking to get more organized, a tool that can really help you out is today's sponsor, which is Ira, the visual interpreter. Let's say you've got a big sack of mail and you're wondering, wow, how am I going to get through all of this? Well, Ira can totally help because they have trained agents who can see through the camera on your phone and they can walk you through all of that mail so that you can get more organized and make sure everything gets out when it needs to. So if you want to try Ira totally for free, you can download the app, you can register and use it totally for free. Just head to lifeaftersightloss.com slash IRA. That's lifeaftersightloss.com slash A-I-R-A. You can try it totally for free, and it's going to be a great tool because everything they do is built and trained towards visually impaired people. So head on over to lifeaftersightloss.com slash IRA and try it out today. All right, guys, so now we're going to talk about some tips and some tools, try to get a little bit practical when it comes to this whole organizational thing. Some of these, I at least hope most of these are in place in our lives, so we've got firsthand, you know, ideas of how to do it. So, first of all, dividers and containers in different areas, bathroom, kitchen, things like that. So, containers, obviously, I mentioned the one on my nightstand. Mm -hmm. Uh, Maybe, think about having a junk drawer with all that stuff, just chaos in the drawer, right? It's like, where is everything is papers and paper clips who knows if you can get some dividers like for example a silverware uh what is that thing like a tray sure that would go yeah. in there you could use something like that to divide up where different items go uh, a container in your bathroom where it's like okay in here is um i don't know soaps and this item or whatever but if you divide things up it's going to help you keep track of it uh does that would that help you out as well dear even though you're sighted yeah, I mean, I think anything that's going to make things easier to find is going to be helpful for anyone. Absolutely. And again, it's that idea of instead of reaching into five different places to try to find something, mm-hmm. you know exactly where it is and exactly where to find it. Or, so, go, or go scavenging ahead. through the drawer to try to find the one thing that you're looking for. That's right. We do have a junk drawer that is not organized. Um, and I do. I just like move everything around for, you know, a minute or two before I find what I'm looking for. So, well, and yeah. the thing about being visually impaired is you don't have that scannability anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're looking around something, yes, you might be moving something, but you're scanning, looking. Yeah, you're yeah. scanning the drawer. So you're imploring both those senses, if you will. Sure. So if you're visually impaired, it might be a little more difficult to do that. So make sure that you have, you know, dividers and containers to split things up. Yeah. Secondly, um, work together to try to figure out where things will be. I mean, I know this sounds like a duh, and we've talked about this already, but work together as a family, as friends, whomever you're living with, if you're living with someone, work together. Like, for example, we mentioned the paper plates. You know, she moved them to a different spot in the pantry and didn't mention it. Now, obviously, it's just one of those things, not that big a deal. Not a big deal. But... Work together, you know, get the pantry going. Hey, let's have it here. And this would make more sense for me or, you know, whatever the case is. Because everybody has different thoughts on where things should go. Should the cups go by the sink? Should the plates go, you know, wherever? You have different thoughts. So work together, figure out where it makes sense that they go. And then once you get them there, then, you know, use your remaining vision and your 
tactile sense and all of that to find out, like Derek said, how close it is to the door, what shelf it's on, how high, how much, how much you have to be on your tiptoes to reach it, whatever the case might be. Yeah, and I think that there is certain understanding of why this makes sense to be here organizationally, mm-hmm. and there might make sense why this needs to be here for visual reasons. Right. Uh, you know, it's like I can reach it right here, and you know, I'm not going to reach way in the back because somebody who's sighted can just look in the back and find it. Mm-hmm. Whereas somebody who has visual impairment, maybe they're not going to be able to look back there and find. You know, I know for example, we have a shelf in our pantry, and it holds like I don't know spices and dressings and yep. you know stuff like that and i'm always like reaching back around things i'm like is the ranch back here i don't know it's like where is it i don't use that shelf a whole lot but i always put things in the same place especially like ranch dressing it's always on that shelf in one spot yet he reaches around everything else well and that's that's the hard part is that it's always in a very similar spot it's not Mm -hmm. like i can reach in and go it ranch is right here it's not always beside the olive oil or always beside this can of tuna or something like that we'll have that discussion later (laughs) it is actually it's always in the exact same the exact same spot well see everybody learns something on the (laughs) podcast even the hosts. the only time it isn't is if we don't have any well, there you go. Maybe I'm reaching for things and it's not there. And I'm like, where is it? It's it's not here. And it's like, it's literally not there. Oh, that's helpful. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, uh, work together to find ways to do things. Uh, thirdly, use digital things to help you as well. Look, uh, as a person who is visually impaired, my whole life really transferred to digital. I can't use paper and pen. I'd love to. I'd love to use a paper and pen. That'd be great. But I can't see what I'm writing. Even if I put it under magnifier, I'm like, this looks like chicken scratch. You know, you can't my hand, read what you're writing. My if handwriting you wrote it. was never good. You know, right. so it all goes digital. So find tools that help you. Tools like uh, Google. Oh, Google. Let me try again. Google Calendar. Uh, things like Evernote and Trello and. Um, you know, reminders and notes and apps like that. Find a system that works best for you because a lot of stuff's just going to be digital for us right now. Yeah. And that's perfectly acceptable. But find tools that work because there's lots of them out there. You can try about a thousand different ones, but whatever works best for you, use that and use it to its fullest potential. Those type things are really nice because you can look days ahead, especially with calendars and know what's coming up. You don't have to keep all of that stuff in your brain. You don't have to remember it. You don't have to write it down in a planner that is, you know, not visually, visually accessible. Um, things like reminders or lists or task lists or anything like that, you can check those things off. So I know Derek and I have been talking recently about how nice it is to be able to check things off and know that you're done with it as well. So not only can it keep you organized, it can also give you that sense of accomplishment and that you've made progress through the day or through the week or, um, you know, on a project that you have, you know, if you plan out that, then it gives you that sense of accomplishment. Absolutely. So the next thing is to keep tabletops and countertops as clean as possible. Now, the reason I say this is because from my personal experience, I'm only sharing from me, when there's lots of stuff on top of a counter or a table, it stresses me out because most people can just scan the top of the table and see, oh, here's this item, here's this item, here's this item, here's this, where it's all just jumbled in my head and then it, it gives me a bit of a headache. I'm like, oh, where is it? And I can't just reach out and grab one item. I'm going to knock it over. It's a whole thing. Right. So if you can keep that clear, 
that can help alleviate some of that stress. And again, all that stuff probably belongs somewhere, whether it's in the trash or right. in the sink or maybe on your bathroom countertop, maybe it belongs in a drawer or somewhere. Find a place where it goes. Now, that doesn't mean you can't have anything on a countertop ever. We have stuff on countertops, you know, in the bathroom and the kitchen as well. Yeah. But there are uh, simplistic sort of minimal things because that will honestly, if if you're like me, it will help alleviate some of that stress. I know my wife's like, you know, probably it doesn't matter near as much to her, but to yeah. me, you know, it, it eliminates some stress. I mean, a lot of clutter does irritate me. Don't get me wrong. But when I have a pile of papers on the corner of the countertop, that I know what they are and I know that they need to be like something needs to be done with them, whether that is, you know, a bill that needs to be paid or something that needs to be filed away. I know what needs to be done, but then I've put them there. So Derek doesn't necessarily know that those are the things that need to be done with those papers. So then I can see where that would cause some, you know, a little bit of anxiety that they're always there. Yeah. And it's just sitting there. It's like, what is this? Is this the same thing that was there five minutes ago? Is this new? <laughs> and then if my water bottle is near it, I might knock, you know, knock that over. It's, right. it's a whole thing. So yeah, find ways to keep the countertops and tabletops clear if at all possible. And finally, this is kind of a duh thing, I think, but mark similar things with labels. If you've got a can of uh, soup and a can of beans and they're shaped the same and you can't see, you know, what it says on there, that can be challenging because mm-hmm. you want you getting ready to have soup and all of a sudden you've got a, you know a bowl <laughs> full of beans. Of beans. <laughs> That's not good. So mark them with labels. Now you can do this a variety of ways. If you read Braille, you can you know get uh, mark them with Braille. Maybe you mark them with uh, a, a note card, like a three by five note card, mm-hmm. and you write on there what it is, real big and sharpie, and then put a rubber band, you know, wrap it around there. That's a good idea. Uh, maybe you could put some uh, puff paint because, or like uh, bump dots, things like that. But puff paint is really good it's probably yeah. cheaper and goes a little farther but you can mark a can things like that just mark things i know spices can be in very similar shaped oh yeah uh, you know whatever that thing is containers or even if you um use a sharpie like you said to do the note card you could do that on the top of the can because they're mm-hmm. usually a solid color silver or something mm-hmm. so you could you know get a very thick sharpie depending on your um sight needs and Mm -hmm. you know mark a b for beans or an s for soup or something of that nature as well yeah and and that is again if you can work together if you have somebody with you work together on coming up with hey what label is going to be the best here i know for example on our microwave we have the bump dots yep and we kind of talked about we don't want to put 50 bump dots (laughs) on the front of it so what makes the most sense not only to the visually impaired person but what is not going to clutter the microwave or clutter the oven that we have it on as well so Find ways to mark and label things, especially if they're similar in shape and size. So we have talked a lot about this stuff today. We've got a lot of tips and tools for you guys. And I've got a question for you. What is one thing you do to help you stay more organized? Do you like to label things? Do you have containers and dividers? What is something that helps you stay more organized? And just as a side note, has that helped you in alleviating some stress in your life when it comes to losing your sight? So, all that being said, <laughs> whew, that's a lot of information for today. Hopefully you stuck it all the way through. Thank you so much. Uh, we appreciate it. And of course, we have some housekeeping items. We want to remind you that if you don't want to miss uh, an episode, you've got to subscribe to the podcast. Yeah. So if you're watching this on YouTube, make sure you hit that subscribe 
bleh, now I can't talk. Mm-hmm. Make sure you hit the subscribe button and turn off notifications so you don't miss another episode. That's right. And if you're listening to the audio version, you can subscribe in your favorite podcast catcher like Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, something like that. Uh, if you visit the show notes at lifeaftersightloss.com slash 084, you'll find buttons right under the audio player and you can subscribe and uh, that way you won't miss another single episode. Uh, by the way, if you have any thoughts, any questions, any comments, you can always reach out to us. Uh, send me an email, Derek, D-E-R-E-K at lifeaftersightloss.com. Uh, you can find me on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram as well. All right, so, hun, I'm going to give you a final thought here. Uh, how can a sighted supporter uh, help that VIP be more organized? I think the the best way is to talk to the VIP and find out how organized they want to be. How much anxiety or stress does this cause to not be organized? Because some people are just relaxed and laid back and they don't need to be as organized as other people. Um, You know, I'm kind of more of a person that I like things in their place. I like to be able to, you know, find something really quickly. Um, But at the same time, I'm willing to search through the junk drawer every once in a while. It's Mm -hmm. not going to bother me. But if your VIP wants to have that more, um, that more organization, then work together, talk together. We always talk about communication and I think Mm -hmm. that's a big thing here is just knowing how much organization they are wanting. And we're not just talking kitchen, bathroom stuff. We're talking office, work rooms, craft rooms, you know, anything that they enjoy doing their, um, their workspace at their job, anything that needs to be more organized so that they can be more efficient so that they can have, um, feeling feelings of accomplishment and being productive and completing tasks, I think is the the final thought I would share. Absolutely. I think that's a really good point. Find out from the VIP how much organization yeah. they're looking for. Uh, and, you know, if you're married, if you're family, if you're friends, you might know the person pretty well, but it's important to ask them because, like I said, the tabletop countertop thing for me is, uh, is whatever. And you might not know that. And so it's important to ask. So great point, dear. Thank you for sharing that. All right, so today we've got our quote. Actually, we've got two quotes because I found them. I'm like, I like these. We're going to share them both. (laughs) So, uh, dear, why don't you give us the first quote? Sure. The first one is, organizing is a journey, not a destination. And that is an anonymous quote. Hmm, That's really, that was interesting to me. Organizing is a journey, Mm -hmm. not a destination. Like, we're not going to get there and now we're organized. You know, like we've we've achieved organization. (laughs) It's like it's always kind of growing and changing and maybe what works for you this year might not work for you next year. It might be a little bit different. Or you might just find a new way to do it. Absolutely. Maybe a new efficient way to do it. So you're always kind of growing and changing in organization. So it's definitely a journey, not a destination. I feel like you could put life in the place of organizing because, I mean, our entire life is a journey. You don't get somewhere and then die, you know, you're constantly evolving and changing. So, you know, evolving your life with organization is definitely a journey. Absolutely. And then the second quote we have for today. You'll never get organized if you don't have a vision for your life. Linda Eubanks. You'll never get organized if you don't have a vision. That's really interesting. And I didn't Mm. pick it because I had the word vision in it. I'm like, sometimes that's cheesy. But the idea of organization, you have to have a view of what you want. And I think, as you mentioned, talking to the VIP about what they're looking for and that sort of thing, Mm -hmm. you've got to have a view of what you want, how you want it to work. How do you want to be organized? How organized do you want to be? And what's going to make the most sense and all that sort of thing. So you have to have a vision. What is this going to look like, you know, as I become more organized? Yeah. So I think that's a really crucial point. 
All right, guys. Well, we've talked a lot today, and there's been a lot of stuff shared. Don't forget to check out the resources in the show notes for more information on organization for both sighted supporters and visually impaired people as well. And finally, I just want to say thank you so much for watching and for listening wherever you are. And until next time, remember that sight loss isn't the end. It's just the beginning. My name is Derek. And I'm April. And we'll see you in in the the next next one. one. 